Welcome, WPPA Sports Saturday, Saturday, November, or November, listen to me, September 18th. You only missed by one month. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> oh, Jesus. Uh, I guess I was just hoping to be in November and uh, the 18th. Uh, we'd be in uh, some state playoff games and... <laughs> Working our way to the culmination of football season. But, no, it is September 18th, and welcome to Sports Saturday. Brought to you by Universal Forest Products. Be more than just an employee. Become part of the family. BlackRock Trucks and Equipment, 109 Fireman's Road from roof to rubber, bumper to bumper. They've got everything to make your car, truck, or SUV stand out from the rest. They Walton Lingo, where the Harmon and the Heat and Glow fireplaces and pellet stove are heating up the chill of the fall season, just like the action on the gridiron. It's Phoenix Physical Therapy with very easy, convenient locations in Schuylkill County and Frackville, Pottsville, Orgsburg, Pine Grove, and Gratz. They'll help you recover, or recover, recharge, and rise. The Lehigh Valley Health Network, check them out, Lehigh Valley health uh lvhn.org backsplash sports medicine it's rotet motors take it from the morning man jay-z your best bet for a new ford is rotet and dbr industrial solutions nothing like the shine of a beautiful garage floor when you open up that door good morning john powers hey good morning it's good to see you again buddy yeah it uh, seems like i just uh left your side about a couple uh, hours ago yeah three hours ago and here we are again united uh for another broadcast uh, broadcast this morning uh one this afternoon my buddy bernie and i are hooking up at noon and then you and i'll get back together at seven yeah, so you've got a big day. I'm a gigolo. Day. Yeah, you've got a big day today. <laughs> don't get uh, don't get too tired. Make sure you take a break and uh, relax for uh, in between two games and uh, grab a, a little bit of nosh and uh, you know. Now yeah, ready to go though. Excited to be doing a Pottsville game. Yeah, when was the last time you did one? Well, I said uh, it was many years ago, and I was just a sideline guy for a year, but uh, never been in the booth for a Pottsville football game. Uh, couple of basketball games over here. <laughs> a couple. I think you've seen more basketball than Rick Patino. How about uh, you take a look at that scoreboard, buddy? You've got it. Absolutely. Well, North Schuylkill continues their onslaught. 52-12 over Palisades. Thorpe comes up with the big win, 20 to nothing over Salisbury. Nativity of Monoy in a shootout at we did last night. Yeah. Activity wins 36-27. Palmerton puts 54 to nothing on Marion. Catasauqua 32. Panther Valley 6. Minersville, Williams Valley. There was an air show at Minersville last night as Miner, the Battle of Miners 47. Williams Valley Vikings 24. Northwestern Lehigh 49-7 over Lehigh and Mount Carmel. 21-7 over Montoursville. Shemokin, 40. Nanticoke, 13. Upper Dauphin, 42. Camp Hill, 12. And uh, today, we'll be down at Blue Mountain at noontime. Potzel takes on Blue Mountain in the clash of 61. Scoop Goldhaven at Tri-Valley was canceled. Tamaqua at Penargel today, 1.30. Hamburg takes on Wyoming today at 1.30. And Shenandoah Valley 
tonight at Pine Grove, 7 o'clock community day down there, and we will be there for that broadcast also. Yeah, so exciting. I love the uh, Saturday. I mean, it's like become an annual event. It is awesome. Small communities do it best. Yeah, I don't know if you want to. I guess it's a tradition now here at uh, the Potsdam Broadcasting Company to cover those uh, Saturday evening events down there in Pine Grove. And uh, always uh, a special time and always a great time shown uh, by everybody involved with the uh, Pine Grove Athletic Department. But uh, as you heard, John, uh, Potsdam will be today, 12 noon. We've got some games to talk about. John, and the first one I guess we'll talk about was... The high-scoring affair in the shootout held, nope, not in St. Clair, but in Minersville last night. Well, I, I said they moved the airport from outside Minersville to inside Minersville. A total of 727 yards through the year. And John Adams, I got to tell you, he threw for 390 yards and five touchdowns as Battle of Miners put 40 Seven on the board. Isaac Whiteash, though, for the Vikings, came up big also, throwing for 337 yards and a touchdown. But a uh, big second half by the Battle of Miners, where they outscored Williams Valley 27-6 to after the break and come away with a, a giant victory for the Battle of Miners. Yeah, it's only a 20 uh 20 to 18 ball game in favor of the Miners going into that halftime locker room, John, and as you talk about the Miners will battle and Miners comes out and uh nails them in a hurry there uh uh and tacks on 20 in that third frame and uh when you look at that, uh, that thing happens uh Adams on a 5-yard run, then Williams Valley looks like they're going to answer back. They do. White Ash gets a one-yard run, two-point conversion, no good. And then it's all Minersville the rest of the way, scoring two more there in that third. It was a Polinski 11-yard pass from uh, uh, Adams and then Grafe a 15-yarder from Adams. And then they tap it off last night with a huge pass, a 59-yarder from Adams uh, to Grafe. Uh, when you look at the, the numbers, now this is a little uh, kind of confusing here, John. 20 first downs by Williams Valley, which shows, you know, Timmy Savage playing, trying to keep the ground game, mm-hmm. trying to keep the ball out of the hands of uh, uh, Minersville, using the clock as his best defensive tool yesterday. Uh, they carried the ball 34 times for 120 yards. They passed the ball 36 times for 20 completions, one interception. Uh, 337 through the air, as you talked about, 457 yards of total offense uh, put up by the Vikings last night. They dropped the rock three times and lost it. The penalties, three for 25. And the big tell of the tape here, no do-overs. No do-overs. But you mentioned fumbles, three, and they lost all three fumbles. In fact, the first score of the game was a fumble recovery in the end zone that put Minersville up 6 nothing. Cullen had to kick. So they found themselves in a hole pretty early by dropping a rock. John, over 1,000 yards of offense put up by these two teams last night. And uh, oh, I'm sorry, over 900 yards of offense creeping in on 1,000 last night. And when you look at it, 71 total points. Minersville has 11 first downs, 19 carries for 59 yards. 
Uh, John Adams, 22 attempts, 15 completions, no interceptions, 390, 449 yards of offense compared to the 457. That's as close as you're getting within eight yards, buddy. They dropped the rock twice. Do not lose it. And they uh, are penalized five times for 35 yards. Yeah, and I got to tell you, when you read through the stats, especially on the receiving, and what an air show. Wolfgang's six catches, 159 yards. Miller, five for 73. Evans, five for 60. Chriswell, three for 31. Ackerbach, one for 14. Then go over to the Batlin Miners. Polinski, six catches, 162 yards. Grafe, six catches, 128 yards. Cullen, two for 92. And Snyder, one for eight. When you see these numbers, uh, they talk about the Coal Region pound the rock. They threw it a lot last night. A little out of the ordinary when you talk about Coal Region football. And it, it, this was an air show. John, we, Alex Achenbach last week, our uh, player of the game on our T-102 broadcast, uh, racked up over 150 yards of rushing. Last night, 22 carries for 93 yards. So a difference of uh, the weeks. Yeah, and, and you look at it, uh, you have to have a lot of things in your arsenal. And sometimes you do have to abandon the running game. When you get down by a significant number, you have to try to open it up. And again, I'm going to give a shout out to that young man, Isaac Whiteash, coming along very quickly for this Viking crew. But man, Minersville sent a pretty chilling message <laughs> last night to the rest of the area teams. Yeah, and saying, hey, listen, we are for real. And that's one thing we've learned. Miners at 3-1, and one, Williams Valley at 3-1 and one after last evening. How about we go to another high-scoring affair? It was a real quick one. Um, and uh, the Spartans out ahead, quick and in a hurry. 52-12, to 12, they get the win over Palisades. Yeah, 45-0 at the half. And the machine continues to run and Jay Callow had a little bit of a setback there earlier in the year 13 for 16 265 yards three touchdowns averaging 20 yards on a reception flail came up big Joey flail five catches for 108 yards um, and all the four catches for 93 and you want to talk about a machine Josh Wansky. 12 <laughs> carries 140 yards and two TDs, uh, Halford three for 43. But, you know, Wally pulled his kids in the second half. You get him a chance. You don't want injuries at this point. And, but they have really put a lot of points on the board, and uh, they do it game by game. Yeah, they do it game by game. And when you look at it, John, over 10 yards a carry. For Mr. Chawanski, over 20 yards of reception for Joey Flail last night. In, in between them, you know, I mean, on first and second down, you could have 30 yards it, if you just alternate right, them. And it's hurry up. When we we've done a North Schuylkill game, yeah. it's hurry up. You better be ready. And you you see defenses run out of gas 
against this North Schuylkill onslaught that they do on the offensive side. Yeah, and uh, I mean, the, the two-way players on this North Schuylkill roster are very few and far in between, so that's the way they can do it. Is, you know, I mean, they have 11 fresh guys on offense and 11 fresh guys on defense, and you'll hear people talk about it all the time. You'll hear them talk about Southern Columbia and, whoa, man, they have a whole separate offensive team and a whole separate defensive team. Yeah, and that's how they find success. You're not playing. I mean, your quarterback's not playing strong safety or, or a defensive back and is on the field for how many plays. I mean, look, if you were a two-way player last night in that Minersville-Williams Valley game, let's just use that as an example. You have 19 and 22, so you have uh, 30 or 41 plays there plus the uh, 70. You're out there for 111 plays if you're a two-way player playing the whole game. It's big time, and if you have the kind of numbers and the kind of athletes you need, and very often that comes down to a kid who maybe uh, JV-wise and so on might have been an offensive player all the way up through the midgets and – and they look and they say, sure, coach, I'll play D for you. I'll play D. I'll make the switch for the good of the team. And the, the really good coaches inspire kids to do that for the sake of the program. And the great coaches all use that same word, program. <laughs> and you don't find too much about I, 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 I. It's about we and the kids. Uh, absolutely. But when you look uh, inside numbers there in that North Google Palisades game, Kirsch, uh, eight carries for 28 yards. Uh, Hobbert, uh, three for 27 for Palisades. North Google, you're talking about Chwanski, 12 for 140, two touchdowns. Halford, three for 43. Palisades last night. Newton, he does rack up 325 yards on the aerial assault, 16 to 27, one interception last night. For Palisades, Hawley's 13-16, again, pinpoint precision, 265 and three touchdowns. Uh, McGrath, six for uh, uh, receptions for 100 yards for Palisades. Lambert, six for 87. Flail, five for 108. And Minalda, the four for 93. So uh, there's Trevor Minalda, John. We saw him have the step into action in that Blue Mountain game. Did a good job as the backup quarterback to Jay Call, and there he's getting it done as a uh, receiver last night. Yeah, so, and, and I think people have to look. Don't get too antsy when you look and you see Palisades. They scored 12 points, and you look at the number that you were just talking about with Newton, 325, throwing the ball. That's all he did, trying to catch up. Yeah. Most, most of that damage was done in the second half, and again, we've seen North Schuylkill play. Their linebackers and their defensive backs are stellar. You try to throw against that first squad, and and they're going to shove it right back well, at you. Let, let's also be, I mean, we'd be remiss to say, I mean, a lot of that probably came between the 20s, John, at 320 sure. yards. So that's one time up, down, back, at, you know, four times up and down. You know what I mean? Two times up, down. You know what I mean? So uh, it is, yeah, I mean, that's it. That, that probably came between those 20s, and I don't think it came anywhere else uh, for uh, uh, Palisades. As you see, they only scored 12 points last night against the North Schuylkill Spartans. We'll keep it uh, in the uh, northern parts of the county, and we'll go over to hometown. That's where Palmerton and the Blue Bombers came to town and shelled uh, Marion last night, 54-0. That Palmerton is really making some noise in this new Colonial Schuylkill Conference and uh, they're doing a good job. They they have a couple big victories already and have put a lot of points on the board. And last night was uh, no exception as Palmerton races out to a fifty-four to zero. We don't have a lot on it, but we do know this. Uh, Palmerton was leading thirty-four to nothing. 
returned the second half kickoff 75 yards for a touchdown 40 to nothing. Went to the mercy rule, and they kind of ran it out. Yeah, it's tough. I mean, right now, a tough road to hoe here for Stan Dukoski and the Colts of Marion as they're just trying to get some positives reeled together. And, I mean, John, we had a game last night where – I mean, the team came in and and in week number four hadn't scored a point Mm -hmm. we're looking for. And uh, they started to turn things around and got some positives and strung them all together. So that's what Stan's trying to do over there in hometown. Get some positives, string them together and turn in some points and hopefully a victory. But uh, when you look at it, uh, Palmerton last night, Ty Sander uh, carried the ball three times for 81 yards. Matt Martin uh, led the way for the Colts 12 for 73 last night. Uh, throwing the ball last night, Mike uh, or Matt Mahalik uh, is five and nine, one interception for 107 yards. Hoppick uh, for uh, Marion, two for seven for uh, two yards. Uh, receiving Dan uh, Luckanish, uh, two for 56. Marion's Devin Smith reeled in a pass for two yards for Marion. We'll uh, stay over in that uh, section of Schuylkill County, go to Lansford, and uh, stop by the coal mine, take a tour, and then we're going to catch Catasauqua Panther Valley 32-6 last night. Catasauqua over to Panthers. Yeah, Panthers struggling also this year. And Catasauqua, another team in this new combine, if you want to call it, is undefeated. And, again, they're putting up some big numbers. But uh, they got out early and uh, just ran to a 20 nothing lead at the half and pretty much had put it away early in the third quarter then. Yeah, an 80-yard punt returned by uh, the young man, uh, Wyatt. And uh, Wyatt uh, pretty much shot the lights out there in Panther Valley. You look at it, Anthony Hunsiger, 9 of 46, uh, carrying a ball for Catasauqua. Panther Valley was uh, paced by DeAnthony Alston, 5 of seven, uh, five for 17. Passing last night, Aiden Hess, 16 to 21. Uh, 108 and two touchdowns. Panther Valley's Michael Pasco, one for nine uh, and uh, 12 yards, and that's a touchdown. Receiving uh, Yunz Wyatt, uh, four for 142 and two touchdowns for Catasauqua, leading the way for Panther Valley. Shaim Irvin, one uh, for two yards, and that touchdown last night for panther valley john let's talk about the game we were at last night awesome and it was a (laughs) assault of the artillery and assault of the air last night i have to tell you impressive we talked about it before the game how monoy had struggled so badly hadn't put a single point on the board in the first three games uh pretty young team up there only two seniors on the team, they came out last night, and I'll say it against a heavily favored Nativity Green Wave, and they scored first, and they scored often, and it turned out to be quite the slugfest that pretty much for Monoy took place almost exclusively on the ground. In fact, it was exclusively on the ground. And uh, for Nativity, they, they have such a diverse offense and Cody Miller you talked about last night quarterbacks John Adams at Minersville Cody Miller at Nativity 18 rushes 123 yards two touchdowns 8 for 11 149 yards throwing for three touchdowns and let's add in there two for two uh, for two-point conversions both of those 
to Faisal. So uh, an outstanding night for nativity all around. But kudos to Monterey area because McGroarty is the real deal. Yeah, McGroarty is the real deal. And uh, when you look at it, uh, he does a good job last night. Absolutely. McGroarty on the ground. And he's been doing this a lot. 26 carries, 163 yards. Burke, five carries, 44 yards. Manley, seven carries. That's Ben Manley. Seven carries for 28. Stika returns. He has five carries for 21. And Ethan Manley handled the ball. He had one carry for seven yards. For Nativity, I mentioned Miller, 18 for 123. Eads, seven carries, 55 yards. And boy, when Nativity, near the end of the ball game, had to take care of the football, it was Eads who picked up a bunch of those yards and protected the ball. Steve Spolsky, nine carries, 44 yards. And Jack Miller had a carry. Jack Miller was outstanding on the defensive side of the ball last night and also in catching the ball. Passing McGrady, just 0 for 3. Stika threw 1, could not complete it. Nativity, again, Cody Miller, 8 for 11, 149 yards. Receiving, of course, Monoy had none. Steve Spolsky, 4 for 49. Jack Miller, 2 for 77, and both of those were for touchdowns. So was Spolsky's. Walburn, a catch for 6, and Dalbin, a catch for so, a uh, very diverse offense for Nativity and a gut-wrenching performance by those Golden Bears. Yeah, and you know, when you look at the uh, offense that Mono Area runs, that option, John, it's a lot of uh, uh, confusion, misdirection, some, uh, you know, try to draw you this way or draw you that way. And Colin McGrory last night ran it with uh, precision. He, he absolutely did. He's another kid who has mastered the handoff, pullback, takeoff, reverse field. But what really impressed me, he goes about 155 pounds. He was not averse to running directly into that huge front line of nativity and very often was hit early and still managed to turn out four or five yards. Uh, I, I was super impressed with the young man. Yeah, he did a very good job last night. Also doing a good job uh, for Monoy area was Ben Manley. He only has nine ca- or seven carries last night for 28 yards. But, you know, uh, when he touched the football, it was like he was just waiting to, you know, move to the next level and bounce it and break it. And he was only one tackle away from breaking uh, quite a few of them out. He, he was. He was able to get past the line. But, again, I'm going to give a shout-out to the linebackers and the defensive backs for – the, the green wave, they came up quickly on Manley. Uh, he was more straight-up guy. He got the ball, you know where he was going. McGrady had never knew where he was going to be at any given point. Makes it much tougher on those defensive linemen. I'll tell you what, uh, I'm, I'm looking at Nativity and I'm looking at the, the roster and I'm looking at the, the coaching staff and I, I'm seeing evidence of a Spolsky touch. Oh, yeah, there is a Spolsky <laughs> As, touch. Uh, you know, uh, there's two Spolskys in that linebacking crew. There's a, a an elder Spolsky who uh, has been known to, uh, you know, uh, have a touch with the defense uh, in other places. And uh, you could see that a little bit showing up here in the Nativity defense. Yeah, absolutely. And I, and I felt good for Pat Mason. You know, he, he had a comment in the paper today about it's a big win for the program. Pat believes... 
game by game. He is a firm believer in game by game. And he said, I think it's since 1999 since the Green Wave last beat on our area. So it was cause for celebration. Yeah, and uh, they did celebrate. They rang the bell. But how about our buddy Joey Shimo stopping by to see us pregame? And he gave us a little tidbit where Pat Mason, as a coach, didn't ever beat Monoy and the option. Yeah, and I, I think that's why he was so excited last night. And let's give this shout-out. Joey Shimo was there. He's recovering very well from that unfortunate accident. I know Chuck Cutts is doing much better. And our friend Chaz is at the point regenerating, regenerating. and soon rising, we hope. But a uh, big shout-out to our buddy. Uh, in fact, I mentioned him four times on the show last night, even though he wasn't there. So, you know, I'm going to beat you to it, Eddie. But I'm telling you, John, he's a good-looking uh, uh, specimen of a human being. I'm a good-looking uh, specimen of a human being. So I could see where you could get the confusion. There are other qualifying characteristics of both of you, so don't go there. <laughs> I don't have the facial hair quite like he does. But, John, uh, I know that you've been chomping, chomping at the bit. I know. As soon as I saw it the other day being reported, I knew <laughs> that the steam had to be coming out of your ears, and I could hear the whistling coming from the city of Pottsville up in Frackville as I was waking up that day. It was like there was a teapot and the water was boiling over. I know, I know you're going to have something to say here about the PIAA and their COVID protocol, can we call it, of officials. You, you can call it whatever you want. I, I'm just calling like I see it. And uh, last year I told you, we went down to do the games in Hershey state championship games and one whole part of the state didn't wear masks and the other half did wear a mask because the sacred WPIAL decided they weren't going to do that. So you went to games, one team not wearing masks, your team wearing, and they were just pulling them down at one point. So I'm reading now, and now all I've ever asked for is some consistency with what they do. And I'll start off, there'll be 110,000 people at Penn State. Tonight in a whiteout. They'll all be breathing, cheering, screaming. But maybe they'll make sure that the officials are vaccinated. You know, let me, let me tell you. I, I, it drives me nuts. But they came out, and officials are going to be requested to be vaccinated. And But the PIAA will let its 12 district committees decide independently if they have to be vaccinated. And the WPIAL will adopt their own uh, rules. Now, if you can figure that out, you're better than me. So you're going to have a rule, but it's everybody a, gets to make up their own rule. It, it's it, like playing a pickup game on a court. So you, you, you go on. We're not going to require beyond signing a game contract. This will be for inner districts. And now here was the line that I looked and I went, okay, boy, I, I'd be in great fear. So they're not, they don't have to prove it. They all have to do is say, yeah, I got vaccinated. Here's the last line by Dr. Lombardi, and he and I have spoken. I like the guy. Yeah. He won't like this, but his quote is, an official's word is their bond. There'll be no do-overs. The official's <laughs> word is their bond. 
if somebody plays loose and fast of that, the penalty, keyword, could be severe, meaning you, keyword, might not get games. Now, I was involved as a teacher for years as a dean. Say, well, we have a rule against smoking. And if you get caught, there might be a severe penalty, and you might not be able to stay. I mean, I, give me some consistency and stop these semantic word games. Either say, look, bring in the paper and show us that you're vaccinated. You can do inter-district games. And I don't know what changes, Eddie, because we've seen it right here in Schuylkill County. You don't have to go out of Schuylkill County or District 11 to be thrown a curveball with COVID. But all of a sudden they're saying, well, once we get to these state playoffs, then there's a possibility. Give me a break. Yeah, so, it's 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 very uh, just be consistent. It's as, <laughs> as clear as mud, right, John? Yeah, I, I mean, that's why I looked at it. So uh, I, I, I'm hoping I puckered an anus or two with all this, but we'll see how it goes. Well, we will see how it goes. And I mean, you, I mean, I, I I'm still lost. Yes. At, well, let's clear it up, didn't it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just lost still, as you say. But, uh, hey, it is what it is, uh, and uh, we have to deal with it. But, you know, I'm worried. Oh, me too. I've I'm talked, worried. We've talked about this off-air very often. Uh, we see another team. Now, two teams who will did not play this weekend. We've seen it. The Valleys had more than uh, Lehigh Valley has more games that have been canceled, but it's happening more and more often, and and it does affect a lot of people. And whether you – I don't care where you are. Let's just make sure we take medically take care of our kids. How we do that, I'd like to see something consistent, but that worries me. Hey, let me give a shout-out to somebody else today. Go ahead. I'll get off my PIAA. Who is the best foot in – Schuylkill County. The best foot. Best foot? Yes, Mike McGoey. The kicker, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. The yes, kicker yes, for yes. Schuylkill Haven for PATs yeah. and field goals. Yesterday he had three more goals for that. Yeah, and a 9 nothing or something. Hurricanes soccer team. So the best foot of the county goes to Mike McGoey, Schuylkill Haven. Well, John, we'll let you get down off the perch and uh, settle down. We'll jump back up on it as we make room for the Cardinals head coach, Frank Gaffney, on the show after this quick message break. It's right here on WPPA Sports Saturday. If you missed a show, don't worry. We're a podcast. Get us at your favorite podcast platforms. Apple, Google, Spotify, and our host site, Anchor.fm. It's WPPA Sports Saturday. At Geisinger, we're committed to making health easier for everyone. That's why we're proud to introduce prescription home delivery and curbside pickup. It's fast, it's convenient, and it's free. No matter what insurance you have, you can have your prescriptions delivered to your home or brought to your car when you visit a Geisinger CareSite pharmacy. Learn about free home delivery and curbside pickup at geisinger.org slash we deliver. 
rubber and bumper to bumper give your vehicle a boost at Black Rock Trucks and Equipment. Whether you need your ride inspected, fixed, maintained, lifted, or decked out to your custom dreams, Black Rock Trucks and Equipment can make it happen. Black Rock Trucks and Equipment will not bust your bottom line. Teamed with Synchrony Bank to offer an option to help in difficult times, you pay nothing out of pocket with no interest for six or 12 months. Black Rock Trucks and Equipment, 109 Fireman's Road in Crackville. Call 570-874-1251. Offer subject to credit approval. Credit is extended by Synchrony Bank. The moment you walk into the emergency room at Lehigh Valley Hospital, Schuylkill, you will experience the difference. And now, we are an American College of Cardiology Chest Pain Center and an accredited primary stroke center. Better care starts at the front door of our full-service hospital with a compassionate, professional staff who provide the highest level of care to our community. Lehigh Valley Hospital, Schuylkill. DVR Industrial Services Schuylkill Haven is the premier provider of sandblasting, dustless blasting, painting, and epoxy floor finishes. Commercial, industrial, or at your home, DVR Industrial Services gives you a polished finish every time. Whether the job is big or small, DVR Industrial Services does it all. Nothing's better looking than the clean look of an epoxy floor by DVR Industrial Services. Family owned with 40 years of experience. DVRIndustrialServices.com and on Facebook. A new Ford is in your future at the award-winning Rotet Motors Tamaqua. There's a lot of excitement with the new Ford Bronco, and Rotet can deliver. A 2021 Bronco Sport price starting at $27,000, or a 2021 Bronco full-size starting at just $35,000. And Rotet Motors is taking orders for the all-new 2022 Ford Maverick pickup truck. It's a real looker and available in either gas or hybrid models. Most 2021 final orders are due within two weeks, and you'll get top dollar for your trade. Rotet Motors is ready to deal serving the area for over 70 years hey take it from me jay-z your best bet is rotet greenwood street in tamaqua don't be frosty in your home this fall and winter daywald and langle in freensburg the Harmon stove and heat and glow pellet and gas fireplace experts are here to help check out one of the many models on display at daywald and langle feel the heat see the beauty of a Harmon or heat and glow stove or fireplace in operation Check out the savings today. Day Walden Lengel, Road 443 West Friedensburg, 570-739-2100. Online at daywaldenlengel.com. Don't forget Penn State football, but first things first, it's Pottsville. Blue Mountain gets underway 11.30 with the Tom McGoey Show. 11.45, Tide Talk pregame, 12 noon kickoff. Bernie, JP, bringing you all the action from the Eagles Nest and then Penn State football. 6 o'clock for the tailgate, 7.34, the kickoff between Penn State Auburn. But, John, will be at a better football game. It won't be a wide out. It'll be a cardinal crazed crowd. The Triple C in Pine Grove tonight, and joining us is the head bird himself, the head Cardinal Frank Gaffney on the program today, talking Pine Grove Cardinals uh, football, and good morning, Coach Gaffney. Good morning. Thanks for having me today. I I will correct you. So far, one thing, though, we actually are having our whiteout today, too. Wow. All right. They're having a whiteout in Pine Grove, so that's great. Uh, Mm -hmm. I'm used to usually the Cardinal red is all out. No, we're uh, we're wearing all white tonight. Oh, that's going to be neat. Uh, We look forward to this, Frank. Uh, I've talked so often about how the small communities come together, smaller schools, and it's really a family-oriented thing. And 
my goodness, we're we're very honored to be able to be there tonight. Oh yeah, I appreciate it. Well, Frank, coming into the season, you were excited, most excited about the guys in the trenches. You returned a lot of people and uh, provided a lot of protection for that passing and running game down there in Pine Grove. Yeah, you know, coming in, we had a uh, um, we had big hopes for offensive line. Um, again, they are a very young group, um, but they've had a lot of reps on the field um, as a unit. Um, you know, we've we've started to uh, really try to find and identify ourselves this year. Um, you know. Some of the things we thought we were going to be, you know, um, a very strong position for us uh, turned out, you know, not to be. So we had to go right back to the drawing board and uh, try to re-identify ourselves and what our game plans are and, and what our strengths of our program are. Well, Frank, right off the bat, the most obvious one, you had to make a decision about the quarterback position. Yep. And, you know, most coaches would shy away from that early in the season, but you took it on, and Mason Crow, who moved out of that quarterback position, has now really stepped up for you, not only running the football, but catching the football, and Carson Langle is doing a, a great job. Yeah, um, you know, I, I said this during the summer. You know, Mason Crow was the natural leader for us. Um, he's a face of the program here, great kid all around, um, comes from a great family, great background. Um, you know, and I have Carson Langle coming up. He's going to be a freshman, um, you know, and I, I could just see the potential in him. Um, I knew he wasn't going to be ready week one or two. Um, so, you know, we had a battle out. Mason won the starting spot, um, but Carson just kept his foot on the gas. And, you know, he's six foot one, almost six foot two, a big lefty with a big, strong arm. He can push the ball down the field, and that's what we need. Um, you know, so at that point after you know halftime of the Williams Valley game we started splitting reps and from there on you know Carson won it we didn't give him that position he won that position from us you talk about the uh, positions in uh, in the backfield you have Lane Lehman back there as your featured ball carrier yep um, Lane comes from just a a true bloodline of athletes um, his brother Ty Lehman his sister Mara his brother Garrett um, the whole family just phenomenal athletes you know Lane's only 15 years old um, and he started 10 games as a freshman on defense at 83 tackles. Um, you know, he's a two-way starter. He's leading the team in tackles right now and, you know, leading the team in rushing yards. He's just an all-around, you know, your typical hard-nosed blue-collar kid. Yeah, now you look at your rushing, and as you mentioned, uh, Lehman with 184 yards rushing, but I, I'm totally impressed with the two quarterbacks that you've used. Your passing game this year has really stepped up. Of course, Geese, everybody knew about in Stance and Crumrine, but Crow adding to that, they have a lot of catches and uh, a whole bundle of yards. Right. So, you know, you guys know this. I've always preached a family-first oriented program. Um, do what's right for the family, not, not, not necessarily it's always right for you. Um, and, you know, Mason going out there to wide receiver, that was a big for us. You know, Mason's six foot one, 170 pounds, can run like a deer, has great hands. You know, we're not gonna, he's one of our best 11, so we're not taking him off the field. We just needed to find the rotation of players that benefit us. Um, you know, having, you know, three wide receivers over 6'3", and trying to self-identify as a, a team that can push the ball down the field – there are some changes that need to happen, and we did. And, you know, so far, you know, Carson's only 14 years old. 
Um, you know, and he stands there in the pocket and delivers absolute beautiful passes, and he's only going to get better. And around him in the next few years, Lane's back, you know, almost the entire offensive line's back, Drumheller's back, Crow's back. Um, so it's going to be nice to watch this team play together. You know, Frank, uh, a lot of us uh, as Americans and as people just like that instant gratification. But as the way you're talking is you're not talking about today. You're talking about getting better play by play, day after day, game after game. But you're also talking about building a program, which is important. That's it. You know, and there, it, it is hard at times to look in the program and understand that there's changes you're going to be making that you don't get that immediate change that it's going to you know, flip you to winning you know, the game the next day. But it's things that what's going to happen in four weeks down the road, what's going to happen in a year down the road. And, uh, you know, there's some of the changes that I made this year. And, you know, so far these kids, you know, they, they, they embrace it. They run with it. You know, you know, you look on defense, we're moving guys all over the field. And that's just a, the, the style of football that we try to preach and play here. You know, starting out 0-3, Everybody starts second guessing. Hey, what about this? Why are you doing this? Why are you doing that? You know, but you really got to look at the zero and three. Were those three losses truly losses for us? They weren't. They were actually wins in the book because we were able to figure out where we were weak and what we need to work on. That's it, and and it is a game by game. Frank, I know you well. One of the things is that you really believe that program and family have the same definition. They they're they're the same in your mind and in your kids' mind. But talk about that a little bit because at this point it's getting a ball into the end zone that has caused some of the problems. Yeah. Just I averaging mean, we, seven points a game. We've uh, we've been inside a red zone, red zone nine mm-hmm. times in three games that haven't scored. Um, that's a problem. Um, week one we turned the ball over five times. That's a problem. Um, and these are things that, you know, obviously we, we've been addressing. And, you know, you look at – Last year in week one, last year we led the area in, in penalties. Week one, we had 130 yards in penalties. Last two weeks, we we're penalty free. That is a win. That is a big step for us as a program. Um, you know, you're talking about family to program oriented and what we're preaching. For us, it is unselfish football. Doing what's right for the team every Friday night. And that means this Friday you might be playing outside backer. This next week you'll be at safety. You know, you're at, you're getting the ball this week. This week you're more of a decoy for us. You know, and these are things that I will say my kids out here in Pine Grove, they embrace it. Um, we make changes, you know, and uh, these kids just go with it. There's no, they don't fight against it. Um, they trust us as coaches. We trust them with their decisions. Uh, you know, and so far we've had a good rapport with that. Frank, one thing that you hear a lot of coaches talk about is, hey, we like our Friday nights. We get a regimen. We get into a schedule. It's right. Monday through Friday, blah, 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 blah. But this is a game that you mark on a calendar because it's a big deal for the Pine Grove uh, faithful and the community down there to play this Saturday night. Absolutely. I mean, I'm standing here right now, and, you know, this place is packed. There's people all over for the cross-country meet. Um, you know, you have volleyball. Or, um, volleyball, you have uh, – um, well, boys and girls soccer today there's a carnival going on there's tents set up it is a big deal for us out here it's exciting it gets the kids involved you know i mandate for all my kids to go watch other sports make sure they're giving back to the people who give to them um you know we just finished a team breakfast that benefits the the girls basketball team um you know and that and that, that comes with identifying as you know a, a program not just about football but you know as a school program yeah, and, and you embrace that, and very often it comes down to sharing athletes at different times. But let's talk about 
Uh, you have a lot of young kids there. Let's talk about the contribution that uh, Colin Ibarra makes to uh, your team. Uh, I mean, tackling, it's, it's, uh, just a stud. He is, he, is, he is just a phenomenal kid all around, student athlete, great in the classroom, um, great manners, well-spoken uh, young man, um, just a blue-collar, hard-working kid. You know, you're going to see this week, and I'll let it out right now, he'll be playing fullback for us this week. Um, you know, we're, we changed some things up. Again, we had to get back to the, the whiteboard and draw some things up, and Ibarra is one of the most athletic kids and is a downhill blocker, so you'll be seeing him leading the way for Lane Lehman tonight. Um, you know, he defensively, again, he's on pace to break his own record from last year, uh, tackling with tackles. Um, he's just an all-around great kid. And he, you know, he's one of those kids that you just love to coach, but you hate to see him leave. You know, Frank, uh, let's get to it. We talked a lot about the offense, but we know Frank Gaffney and your specialty and your love and passion is all about defense. It is. Um, you know, and we, we have struggled this year. You know, I pride and we pride ourselves in stopping the run. Um, and we haven't done that this year. Um, Williams Valley and Tri-Valley, they exposed some weaknesses that we needed to address. And, you know, I think we made some adjustments with that. Um, we've done very well in the passing game, which historically we have not. We've made some adjustments, communication. But, you know, tonight I'm going to have a freshman. My secondary is going to be uh, freshman, sophomore, sophomore, junior. Um, outside linebackers are sophomore, sophomore. DNs are sophomore, sophomore. And my nose guard tonight, um, who am I starting tonight? Nose uh, oh, he'll be a junior tonight at Nose. So, you know, we're going to be young all over the field again tonight, but, you know, we match up with uh, what Shenandoah's strengths are. Um, defensively, we match up very well with that. Oh, well, I'm glad you brought that up. <clears throat> Shenandoah Valley struggling, obviously. Yep. But they don't have that big running game this year. But Kozar's doing a great job, and one of the best receivers in the area of Avasis. Uh They're just very good football players and they're not afraid to air it out frank no they um again you know they, they've struggled but what i love about shenandoah is they just keep swinging um i was at their game last week versus minersville you know it was seven nothing at the end of the first quarter minersville put more points on wins valley last night in the first quarter than they did on shenandoah that just proves you those kids up there they're tough they keep playing they're not afraid of contact um you know they have a couple very good athletes um, you know, it's just for them. Obviously, I, I think a lot of the teams this year is finding your true identity. What are you? And, you know, what can you do to benefit your program to get your kids a couple wins in, uh, in that column? Frank, uh, talk about the challenge. Uh, you faced with a big challenge this year. You were in the Tri-Valley League, uh, perennial uh, contenders in that Tri-Valley League. You knew your opponents. Now, all of a sudden, let's switch you over to the Schuylkill League, into the uh, co-op with the uh, Colonial League, and now you've got a whole boat of nine different teams you've never seen. Right. You know, from coaching at Haven, I know uh, a solid amount of the teams. Minersville, you know, those teams I coached against Palmerton in the district finals. Um you know, so I've seen these teams play, but for us, it's it's getting these kids accustomed. They've been used to playing those teams, and now it's okay. This is what this is who we're playing. This is their strength. This is their program. This is their culture. This is the atmosphere you're going to get there. You know, tonight Shenandoah's coming down for the first time I think in 30 years to play in this atmosphere. It's going to be electric tonight on our side. You know, and then you see next week we travel over and we play Schuylkill Haven, and we both know that's going to be an electric game. Yeah, and that's going to be uh, one uh, for the uh, ages is uh, mm -hmm. pretty much going to be uh, what I like to term is the uh, st uh, 
teacher versus the student a little bit <laughs> as you were on that Mike Farr staff at one time. Yeah, he's a good friend of mine. We speak. We were just speaking yesterday for a little bit. He's a great man. Um, you know, we a lot of times we don't even talk about football. We just BS about life and stuff. Um, you know, oh, but, I want to be in on that one someday, yeah. Frank. <laughs> I yeah. uh, I'll pay. <laughs> yep. No, it, it's exciting. It's exciting for my kids. It's exciting for the program. Um, you know, again, we struggled to start out the season finding our identity, but you know, I just. You just got to keep looking forward. You got to keep that positive attitude inside the culture. And, you know, we will find a way to get there, um, you know, and I'm hoping tonight starts that road to recovery for us and rattle off a few wins here. Yeah, you brought up an interesting one, and I've said this uh, many times with the co-op. You, you do have to learn about some teams you may have never even heard of before as a kid. You know, you, you grow up here in the Schuylkill County teams the tri-county teams, and, that, and all of a sudden they're talking about different names, and you are correct as you go to different places, a different culture, a different yeah. playing yep. uh, venue. It, it, you got to talk to your kids about that because it is a big change. Well, we always try to preach the thing, uh, keep the noise outside and keep the faith inside. So, you know, we, we try to really focus on what's happening in Pine Grove. We do. Um, mm-hmm. And it's hard to say that, you know. Especially when you're 0-3, you, it's hard to keep that mindset. But that's what we really try to, pro, to uh, um, prove inside of our culture is that, you know, keep all the noise on the outside. Focus on what we're doing, whether we're playing at home or we're playing away. No matter where we're playing, we got to go out. we got to execute the small stuff. Um, we got to stick to our style of football, you know, play a class game, play within the legal limits of it, you know, and hopefully we have enough to come out on top each Friday. Well, Frank, we thank you for joining us this morning, taking time out of a busy day as you yep. uh, are out there celebrating the Pine Grove community and the yep. uh, uh, Pine Grove School District, and uh, we'll catch up with you tonight. I appreciate it. I'll see you guys later. Okay, Frank. Thank you. Bye. There you go. Frank Gaffney on the program this morning, John, and uh, always very well spoken, always energetic. I, I, I feel Absolutely. like I might just run through this wall here. Behind you and uh, see what Can the I neighbors are to. Let me move. <laughs> Frank Gaffney joining us, the head coach of the Pine Grove Cardinals. And, uh, John, we've got a break. We'll come back. We're going to talk about tradition. You've talked about it, John. You're a big guy on tradition. We're going to talk about it when we come back here on WPPA Sports Saturday on A106 FM, WPPARadio.com. The Schuylkill County Fall Cleanup and Recycling event is back. This drop-off program for scrap tires, appliances, scrap metal, and bulky items is open to all Schuylkill County residents. During the week of September 13th, drop off your items at the Minersville Borough Compost Site on North Delaware Avenue, at the Tamaqua Transfer Station on Sewage Plant Road, in Gerardville, behind the A Street School, at the Porter Township Building in Muir, at the Higgins Township Building in Valley View, in Wayne Township at the Schuylkill County Fairgrounds on Route 895, at the Borough Building, 139 Clay Street in Tremont, and at the Community Fire Company in the new Ringgold Borough. Some small drop-off fees apply, and there are restrictions on certain items. No household hazardous waste will be accepted. Proof of county residency must be approved. For more information, contact the County Office of Solid Waste and Resource Management at 570-628-1220. 
As a reminder, electronic items are not being collected this year. As homeowners, we take a lot for granted, like the roof. It's exposed to the elements, searing heat, hail, snow and ice, and it just keeps us covered and comfortable. With the top quality Pioneer Metal Roof, you'll never have to worry that you'll have the drips or the chilly wind creeping in. A new metal roof can lower your cooling and heating costs. And Pioneer uses the best materials in the industry. Request a free estimate online at pmrroof.com. Pioneer Metal Roofing, Schuylkill Haven, your local metal roofing experts. pmrroof.com. At UFP Gordon, we work hard and play hard. And at the end of the day, we're not just co-workers, we're more like family. UFP Gordon is growing, and if you would like to join this team and family, we want to take a look at you. We have mill positions open, lumber stacking, and openings in the truss and pallet departments, and general labor. You must be hardworking, have a valid ID, and be at least 18. Check us out online at ufpi.com slash careers. The pay is great, the benefits are tremendous, and joining our team is like joining our family. UFP Gordon, a proud supporter of Cole Region Football. Life is about motion, so orthopedic injuries are a part of life. Phoenix Physical Therapy helps you rise to new heights after an injury. They create a program focused on you. Schedule an appointment easily at one of our convenient locations in Pottsville, Orwigsburg, Brackville, Pine Grove, or Gratz. Phoenix, the proud winner of the 2021 Republican Herald Reader's Choice Award. Your life should be pain-free, filled with activities that you love. With help from Phoenix, you can recover, recharge, and rise. Visit phoenixphysicaltherapy.com to schedule your physical therapy visit. Welcome back, WPPA Sports Saturday. Don't forget, Crimson Tide football. Crimson Tide of Pottsville. Don't get excited over there, JP. They're all great. <laughs> yeah, that's right. And they're right. both playing. They're both playing today. Crimson Tide <laughs> coverage gets underway 1130 with the Tom McGoey Show. 1145. We swing it to the Eagle's Nest. That's where JP and Bernie will be standing by. They will get you the pregame. 12 noon, they'll kick it off in the rivalry of Route 61 South. And uh, a big one today here on WPPA. Then later today at 6 o'clock, we send you outside to Bryce Jordan Center at University Park. It's a wide out in Beaver Stadium as Auburn comes to town. That's one of your rivals, right? Oh, don't even mention their name. My goodness, that's like a sin in the Southern Bible. Oh, I thought that. Yeah, you can't mention. You're an Auburn fan, aren't you? I saw pictures of it on the internet. I have to tell you something, Matty. You're going to be lonely tonight. <laughs> Good luck in Pine Grove. JP, you're a big <laughs> man about tradition. Yes, but I'm also a, a big believer in change has to occur. Okay. So we'll go from there. All right. What do you feel about Notre Dame being sad, big bullies? They won't allow the big 12-foot drum or whatever that Purdue takes with them into their stadium today. All right, let me tell you something. I spent 41 years in the classroom, 13 years as dean. Why do we still have drama over a drum? What have we come to in this country where you look and you go, it's blowing up all over the place on the Internet. Everybody's up in arms. What's the matter? What's the matter? COVID? A terrorist attack? It's the Purdue drum. <laughs> and I thought, I'm missing something here. Let's let's go back to playing football. You know me. I I stopped watching NFL football years ago when a guy that you're playing paying ten million dollars to catch a football catches it and then has to do a dance. Or you get an interception <laughs> and eleven guys run in the end zone and pose for a picture. 
That's the part that has turned me off. And now I'm looking about, are you talking about Notre Dame-Purdue? Two great programs over the years about what this game's going to be. And uh, the fact that, I guess, the coach of Notre Dame, uh, one of the Kelly boys, could tie Newt Rockney's record. Those things are impressive. And they're talking about a drum? <laughs> a drum? You know, ne- next week it'll be we can't fit the xylophone in across. What are we doing? Let's go back to just playing sports. <laughs> Stop. Take the Worldwide Wrestling Federation out of pro and college sports. I knew you would be passionate about God it. bless America. I knew you would uh, have an opinion. <laughs> I think you just let the damn drum in. Okay. It's a part of the game. It, 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 it I is. I like that. I saw it gain five first downs in a former game. <laughs> uh, no, it was a kid named Drum. Never mind. <laughs> You'll be covered. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> he graduated. He was a linebacker. <laughs> You'll be uh, on the program with Bernie. 11.45, catch JP and his antics with Bernie Forgotch. Crimson Tide football kicks off 12 noon here today. It's Potzel at Blue Mountain. We've got to say thank you, Universal Forest Products, BlackRock Trucks and Equipment, Daywalton Lingle, Phoenix Physical Therapy, Lehigh Valley Health Network, Rotet Motors, and DBR Industrial Solutions for bringing you Sports Saturday today. Thank you to Frank Gaffney. We'll catch up with him later. You're going to catch John and I. will be uh, broadcasting at uh, 7 p.m. today, kickoff between the Cardinals and the Devils. It's Pine Grove, Shenandoah on the network, T-102. Don't forget, Notre Dame football's on T-102, 2.30 this afternoon. As Purdue taking on the Irish, I predict a Purdue win. Wow. Purdue wins that one. I pick the... Anger over the drum. I pick a Purdue win. I pick a Penn State win. And are you ready for it? Tide roll in the swamp tonight. Yes. All right. They roll in the swamp. Thank you to Frank Gaffney. And I hope Penn State batters Auburn. <laughs> Thank you to Frank Gaffney for joining us on the program this morning. It's WPPA Sports Saturday here on AM 1360 and A106 FM. WPPA Pottsville and translator W290DP Pottsville.